time to rev it up and roll with America's premier motorcycle talk show. Open Road Radio is on the air with Gina Woods and other guest hosts. And now, with riding on their minds, here's your hosts of Open Road Radio. And we are live. Hey, there's everybody. What's up, Las Vegas? What's up, Chicago? I mean, I guess I guess I'm representing Milwaukee, so (laughs) all right. All right. Hey, everybody, thank you for joining us on uh, wow, November 21st. It's a holiday week of Thanksgiving. It's turkey time, time to gobble till or yeah, gobble till you wobble. <laughs> well, I got to tell you what, we got a preview because we did Thanksgiving on Saturday for Jake and Maddie. So we did the whole nine yards, man. I already we had pulled your stretchy pants out. I am ready to get down. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually impressed you're wearing pants because I took mine off. I, you can't see. Awesome. You can't tell what's underneath the desk right now, Chris. <laughs> Full newscaster style. Suit top, uh, pants on below. I like, I like your style. <laughs> hey, we want to welcome our fourteen hundred AM K Shop listeners from Las Vegas, fueled by Full Throttle Law, and uh, Penny and Dazzler are in the Full Throttle Law Studios, fourteen hundred AM. And uh, as Ty said, he's in the he's in the Milwaukee frozen tundra area. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I put on this on this on the uh, site the other day. He's from the frozen tundra. You guys got snow. We didn't. So Chicago one, Milwaukee zero. Right <laughs> uh, hey, A little bit of snow never hurt anybody. I mean, that's what they invented ice tires for. So you know, I know everybody. I know everybody in Las Vegas thinks that the motorcycle season's over, but we just set our tires and we go to the lakes and we we keep it strong. Like. Maybe you and your choice, your street cowboy, but for the most part, they're winterizing out in your neck of the woods. That's for sure. Oh, I don't know. Who winterizes motorcycles? I don't understand that whole concept. I don't either. <laughs> hey, we've got a great show lined up for you guys. I want to tell you a little quick something first about our friends from uh, Mimi and Moto, the motorcycle monkeys. The Christmas time is approaching. And it's time to start thinking about getting some presents for the little ones, uh, for the little bikers in your life. Well, our friends Nancy and Mark, creators of uh, Mimi and Moto, want you to join their mission to get more children excited about motorcycles. Go visit Mimi and Moto, where you can purchase the couple's motorcycle books, The Adventures of Mimi and Moto, and Mimi and Moto Ride the Alphabet, along with T-shirts, onesies, ornaments. They just came out with a blanket. They got all kinds of great stuff. For your little biker in your life, then uh, www.mimiandmoto.com. Go and get you some today. Get them in time for Christmas. Great stuff. Go check out. Santa would want you to do that. So we've got a great show like that. I am so thrilled. Number one, that Tice is on the board with us tonight. So thank you, Tice, for being here, celebrating our 25th year in motorcycling the airwaves this year. Yeah. I, you know, like like every other breakup, I thought I got away, but here I am. You just suck me right back in. I can't leave you. Like, <laughs> That's good to know. How hard I try. I can't leave Gina. That is good to know. Very good to know. Hey, so we've also got um, we've got some great news coming up on something that's a little controversial as well. So we're going to talk about the news in just a few minutes. But let me tell you who else is coming up. The Godfather of Choppers, man. It's been a couple of weeks of chopper talking. We had a great interview with Tori last weekend, and Chopper Fest coming up, and we're going to speak with the Godfather of Choppers, Mondo. And uh, we've also got Jennifer Santo Lucito. God, I love to say her name. I just love- I had to practice her name today. I love her name, Santo Lucito. She is the tattooed songbird, and man, she's, I've been listening to her music all weekend, and she sent me the CD like about a year and a half, two years ago. I listened to it from time to time 
but I pulled it out because I knew we were going to have her in. I, I think I know all the words to all the songs now. <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs> so she's going to join us. And then we are actually going to get to the, I, I'm not going to play Jimmy Kimmel again and say sorry to George Park that we didn't have time for him because we really are going to get to the Gerbing Heated Gear interview tonight because put a lot of over under because we're in las vegas and so las vegas what do you think you think we're gonna get to it tonight because i was <laughs> let's let's see your comments please over under and uh, if we don't get to it full, full throttle law is gonna sponsor one set of heated gear to anyone who rings in right now in the comments that they know we're gonna get to this heated gear. <laughs> we don't to win a set of heated gear. We know we're going to get to it. Hey, we want to say hello to uh, Dennis uh, Big D in the house from Marengo, Illinois. Big Jennifer Santolucci. Santolucito. I corrected myself. She says, you're making you guys work for it. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. is too. <laughs> making yeah. us work for that last name. Yeah. Hey, give it a like, give it a share. We want to thank uh, all of our sponsors who make this uh uh, happen every week. Cass and Moses, Andrews Products, Seafoam Products. We've got some great giveaways coming up for the holidays from Seafoam Products. We've got a Seafoam basket that we're going to talk to you about next week. Um, we've got some Gerbing heated gear that we're going to give away. So um, Eagle Rider Motorcycle Rentals, we've got a couple of um, gift certificates we're going to give away. December is going to be giveaway. I'm going to feel like Oprah. Over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Perfect. We got Megware Custom Apparel, Cottage 24, Chicagoland Toys for Tots. I'm going to be on the Chicagoland Toys for Tots TV show next Monday. And then either hightail it back here or we're going to do the show from there. But we're going to have all of the um, all of the characters. There's a lot of characters in the Chicagoland Toys for Tots. And it's pretty big deal. It's a it's a real big deal. And of course, the adventures of Mimi and Moto, the motorcycle monkeys. All right. So uh, Corey's been working on that little echo that I heard. I think we got it. There's still something going on in the background. Somebody's phone Someone is doing. Can't blame me. We can't blame you anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm probably the problem. I'm usually the problem, especially when I'm a live feed with all women. I already know I'm the problem. <laughs> Uh, I love how you own it. <laughs> he just takes it right away. Oh, he knows. He just takes it right away. All right, let's switch gears and go into some motorcycle news. Um, you know, um, I think I caught this. I think I caught the scoop before Dealer News or um, Power Sports Business came out with it last week because I got a call, and um, I got a call from uh, Bike World magazine bike week magazine and uh he let me know he let me know that uh bruce rossmeyer had changed names and there was not an official announcement out yet but uh uh ed morse automotive holdings did pick up and they bought uh bruce rossmeyer destination daytona harley davidson wow. and um it created a little controversy because there is a lot of automobile um groups buying up dealerships kind of on a low spree i guess that uh, ed morse had just bought uh texas uh cowboy harley davidson oh and uh they're looking to buy more but usually if they're on a spree you know, two or three is uh, is just the beginning. Well, it's certainly a smart business decision considering so many people are headed over to two wheels. It's more economical, you know, the price of gas, more people are pulling their bikes back out and buying bikes. It's less expensive to buy a bike than a, you know, 15-year-old car right now. So smart business decision on their part. Well, they're not changing. No, I'm they're just adding to yeah, the adding to the staple. Yeah, um, it's going to be called Teddy Morse, right? Yes, it is called Teddy Morse. That's yeah. what the sign is. Do you have that sign? Yep, we got that picture. Yeah, and there it is. There it is. Teddy Morse Harley Davidson. So, so the thing that I think a lot of people were saying is that it's you know just coming big box store. Um, and it could be losing a lot of its uh, 
personal touch, you know, that's, um, I know that we're ever so fortunate to have Woodstock Harley Davidson because Deb Jackson is loved by so many people out here. Um, but what people know. have to understand is that they're keeping all the employees on staff. So hopefully people will come to realize that it's strictly just owner. And, you know, I mean, obviously it hurts a lot of our hearts that it's changing um, because, you know, just Bruce and the family, but um, the fact that they're keeping the employees on staff um, is going to be a good thing. People can still walk in and feel like they're in the same place which they are, right? It's a thing. I think uh, I think everybody's like freaked out because the name changed. But I mean, obviously, Bruce, uh, unfortunately, that was you know years ago, unfortunate uh, accident, and it's been ran by the family. But from what I from what I've seen on Facebook, like Shelly and everybody keeps posting that. You know, a lot of the family members are still going to be there. It's just under uh, a different name. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, you know how it is. Everybody hates change. You know, you don't, you don't like change, whether it's Bruce Elsmeyer or it's, you know, Teddy Morris's. It, you know, it, it takes a minute for people to accept the change, to understand the change. And, you know, in three years from now, we're, you know, we're going to be talking about it and probably nobody's going to know the difference. And these people are friends with the family. So they knew the family. So it's, you know, hopefully people come to realize that it's, you know, it's a good thing. Absolutely. Good. Well, I hope so. I hope it is. I know that, you know, we've got a huge group up here, Windy City Motorcycle Company, and they own about, uh, they own about 17, 18. You know, there was a time Harley Davidson would not let you, it was very restrictive. Harley Davidson would not let you own another, uh, motorcycle shop within three miles yeah it used to be I, I i believe it used to be like you could own a maximum of three dealerships of three yeah. yeah and there was a certain distance that they had to be as well yeah yeah i mean it, obviously uh you know with uh the windy city conglomerate like that, that kind of changed because you know they they have a lot of uh wisconsin um area dealerships so I, you know i know they kind of modified that and at the end of the day, I mean, Harley Davidson, you know, the motor company is a business and, you know, they want to, they want to bring the best product forward. They want to bring the best dealership forward. So, you know, when these, uh, you know, groups are buying dealership, as long as these groups are going uh, right by Harley, you know, obviously why would Harley be upset about it? Right. Yeah. Let's talk about those sportsters, Gina. Hey, well, I know this is right up Tice's alley. I mean, they use a lot of different bikes uh, for his stunt um, shenanigans. But Tice, what do you think about that, man? So I guess the evolution, this is the last year for it. You I know, mean, the uh, last one has rolled off the line. You know, I'm, uh, you know, man, I'm a little hurt inside. In <laughs> but at the same time. Uh, you know, I'm a Ford kid, and Ford doesn't still make the 7.3 diesel. Uh, you know, I haven't seen that since 2003. So, you know, you just got to kind of evolve with the times. I mean, the the new Sportster with the Revolution motor, I mean, if you haven't seen, ridden, or checked one of those out, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're amazing bikes. I mean, uh, you know, they got to kind of keep up. Um, obviously, um Unfortunately, the government plays an issue with it, with emissions and stuff like that. And, you know, air-cooled motorcycles aren't really, you know, uh, government emission-friendly. Well, we all love them, and we want them to survive forever and ever. Uh, unfortunately, that's just not how things work. So, super boring. I'm, um, I mean, what do you say? I mean, how many how many sports are out there? How many Evos? 1.4 billion. Come on, like, you know, uh, it, it, it's a sad day, but yeah. I'm interested uh, to see what people start doing with the new motor. And you know, I grew up kind of as a, a sport bike kid with looking cool motorcycles and newer technology. So, uh, you know, yeah. I'm excited to see what these builders, you know, instead of just going to the, don't get mad at me. Instead of kind of using the cookie cutter Evo motor for the Sportster, what are some of these guys going to start doing with these new motors? Feeling injected, and I mean, I think it's always wide open. Unfortunately, um, we can't have a business plan that relies on you know technology from 
whether or not we don't like it or we agree with it, but I, I think the, uh, the door is wide open for some really cool new customization. And uh, let's be honest, how many billions and billions and billions of sports you know, are out there? They're, they're not going to go. They're still getting built. They're still going to be built for generations to come. Yeah. Yes, it'll be good. And I think it comes out next. Well, and I think that that was one of the first spikes that people really had fun with, you know, as far as um, I I know mine was a 69 Sportster and um, everything was on the opposite side. And I changed that thing. I made it look like a little, um, I don't know, it looked like. It was my first bike, and it was it was real beefy looking, and uh, it was a trip. It, it kind of looked a little industrial, too industrial. You also, then I bought a panhead. When people were upset after the original Sportster left, and we went to a rubber mountain Sportster, like you know, everybody everybody gets the purists or whoever they get upset about, you know, every little change. Um, and why would you? Why would they just get the MXR? <laughs> yeah. People, people are still begging for Harley to build an FXR. And my girlfriend just bought a 2022 uh, soft tail. And she has an 02 soft tail. Um, Fat Bob, I've got an 02 soft tail. I've had 06s. Her 2022 is pretty much the raddest motorcycle I've ever ridden. I mean, it. Uh, we have, you know, a lot of money into our older bikes, into building motors. They're 2022. You know, handles better, better. So, I mean, yeah, there's always a market for the older bike, but I'm all about the innovation. I'm all about the change. Whether it's motorcycles or the car industry, you know, it is what it is. Yep. 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 All right. Absolutely. All right. We'll see what we'll see what comes of it. Hey, so we got a couple really good, uh, good feel good stories to end the uh, the new segment with, and I thought it was kind of cool that Polaris donates uh, one hundred ten thousand dollars to riding clubs and for trails, um, nonprofit riding clubs, and this yeah. is way cool because Polaris is really getting into the outdoor adventure. They just had some more news come out today about their, um, they are doing tours and they're just opening up in Mexico. So they're really all about the outdoor adventure, uh, ATV, UTVs, uh, stuff coming up. Um, so they're, uh, they donated this to, uh, to all these recipients that are on there. And I thought that was way cool because our trails have been disappearing for years. Um, now, this is something really great that uh, you can still take your kids out and have a good time. But look at how, you know, far and in between. Of course, there's other trails than these, but, um, you know, the government was just uh, um, using these these trails up. I mean, they were just building over them and everything for years and years. So we've been talking about this for years, and I, I'm really glad to see that Polaris has stepped up to Yeah, so for a year, they've donated over a quarter of a million dollars. They donated. Uh, they they extended 13 grants in the spring and 11 more grants for their fall program. And uh, that's uh, amazing that they're giving back into the communities that they do business in. So hats off to Polaris back out there. And, uh, the, the trail systems have been under attack for years. So, you know, it's, um, Kind of, uh, I don't want to call it the rebirth or maybe the boom of adventure bikes because obviously you've seen kind of you know Harley their adventure bike out. BMW's been doing it for years, but Polaris is super involved with the trail system. I mean, you have to think that a majority of the business is based off of snowmobiles, ATVs, UTVs, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, this is awesome. I mean, they're just trying to they're trying to keep. You know, they're trying to keep it alive. They're trying to keep the trail systems. And for a lot of us, um, you know, teaching your kids to ride motorcycles, like we ride a lot of trails. Some of us, of course, exactly. land, but, you know, public trails or, you know, state run trails and stuff like that. That's that's huge. Uh, getting families that are riding motorcycles and dirt bikes. And, you know, I, I've always said, too, and I'm, I'm obviously not the only one, but. You know, when we have a good trail system, 
you're getting kids on motorcycles. And when you get kids on motorcycles, they're eventually going to transfer over to the street. And for Polaris, it's almost kind of a farm system. Like, get these kids in the trail and get them on street bikes. Yep, exactly. And we are going to take a quick break right here because um, we are running just a little bit behind. So we will talk about the 8th Annual Classic Panheads Thanksgiving auction at the end of the show. Um, I'm going to have everybody check their phones when when we go to break. We appreciate if you give it a like, give it a share. Thank you for listening. You've got... Penny and Dazzling in the house in Las Vegas. You got Gina and Tice up in the northern sector here. <laughs> up in the colder. Literally probably. And we've got Mondo and uh, Tattooed Songbird coming up next. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Law we practice is personal injury law. Specifically, we represent injured bicyclists and injured motorcyclists. My partner and myself have been practicing for 27 years. We know as a firm how to work together. Because we focus only on motorcycle crashes and bicycle crashes, we are used to not only the dynamics of how the crashes happen, but we're also used to dealing with the biases of the insurance adjusters that want to put the blame on our clients. Hit the open road on two wheels with help from Eagle Rider, the world's largest motorcycle rental and tour company. Choose from a wide selection of new motorcycles from popular brands like Harley-Davidson, BMW, Honda, Yamaha, and a whole lot more. Whether you're looking to get away for the day, weekend, or join us on one of our epic tours like our Wild West, Baja, or Route 66 tour. With over 150 locations worldwide and 30 years in the industry, it's plain to see why Eagle Rider is the trusted go-to name for your motorcycle rental needs. Book your next adventure today and visit us at eaglerider.com or call us at 310-321-3180. Eagle Rider. Are you ready to ride? Seafoam Motor Treatment was born with a focus on being a safe and effective product that helps engines run cleaner and last longer. Seafoam Motor Treatment is now one of the best-selling additives in North America. Seafoam Motor Treatment is an all-petroleum blend that helps lubricate upper cylinders while it cleans helping engines to run cleaner, run smoother, and last longer. Seafoam products have attracted a passionate following as the proven choice for mechanics, vehicle enthusiasts, and all sorts of people who love or depend on engines. We've grown since our humble beginnings, but our focus is still the same. Safe products that are proven to work and keep engines and equipment running their best. And if you're looking for a great cleaning combo for your bike, try Seafoam Bugs Be Gone to clean and Seafoam Fast Shine to detail. Ask for it at your local retailer. Seafoam, the trusted choice since 1942. Check out the website for the full line of products, locations, and videos at SeafoamSales.com and like us on Facebook. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. Do you want to increase your sales? There's no magic button. At Cottage 24 Marketing and Graphics, we do it with sound advertising and marketing decisions. Cottage 24 Marketing and Graphics, a full-service ad agency, is small enough to give you personalized attention at affordable pricing with the experience and background of a high-end agency. At C24, our services go from designing your graphics to publishing your project and everything in between. We can give you competitive pricing on printed materials, marketing, graphic design services, advertising, website design, digital marketing, trade show exhibits, apparel, and much more. We can even write your radio commercial for you. So contact us today to increase your sales at 630-605-8117. Again, at 630-605-8117. Or you can reach us at www.cottage24.com. How can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. That means we don't just organize rides. We take action to keep riders safe. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone. Emergency response classes, first aid courses, riding seminars, track days, garage nights, and fundraisers for local independent charities like Biker Down. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt. 
but we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. If you've been hurt in any kind of accident, tell your smartphone to call Full Throttle Law. We ride together. All right, and we're back. Okay. I, I feel like I feel like I'm back better than ever. <laughs> I think you are. You are. Uh, you guys can hear me now, right? Yeah. Well, I dialed up a satellite. I moved a satellite just so that I could finally <laughs> be back awesome. in this conversation. <laughs> and uh, I apologize. To, I I apologize to everybody at home. I've probably said nothing worthwhile, but at least you can now hear my worthless talk. <laughs> I mean, we heard half of it. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm, I'm back now. You know, it's a, I got all those technologies, Bluetooth things, and so nothing ever worked until. Yeah, well, I, put, I put a post on that you were coming back, and everybody was like, "He's back!" I mean, you got it was pretty popular. Speaking of popular, I put a post on on the Godfather of Choppers, and that thing just took off. And it's no doubt because Mondo is the Godfather of Choppers, and I'm telling you what. He has got some major fans out there all across the world. I mean, one guy wrote in from Germany that had seen him, and everybody was like, this guy is such a cool cat, and he took the time to talk to me, and you know what? Let's bring Mondo up, because he is a cool cat. Hey, buddy, how are you? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. I think you might know everybody here. We got Dazlin and Penny. I think you know of both of those gals. Hi, Penny. How you doing, my dear? Hi. How are you? Well, it's cold here in Reno, and I just got back from Hawaii yesterday, so uh, I think I want to go back. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I don't blame uh, you. Yeah. Been having a good time building motorcycles and real excited about the Dave Man Chopper Fest coming up and uh, we're going to debut some new bikes that people haven't seen and and uh, see a lot of our old friends, meet a lot of new friends and uh, make it make it a big deal. You know, they, they were gone for a couple of years due to a fire one year and then the pandemic the next time. So we're all really thrilled and excited about going to Southern California and, and uh, right there in Ventura Beach and, and doing this uh, doing this bike show. And uh, what a collection of bikes they bring. The, you know, the Southern California guys are, are where a lot of the chopper stuff started. That's where I grew up in San Bernardino, California. And that was kind of the mecca and the hub for, for choppers. And then they went, you know, nationwide, obviously. But uh um, I'm excited to go see a lot of my old friends. You know, guys that I that I rode bikes with 50 years ago are going to be there, and so it's a it's a reunion and a and a bike show and beautiful bikes. People coming from all over the country to be there. I think even some people from Japan and and uh, a lot of celebrity bike builders. So it, this is one of those deals. It's 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 got to go to motorcycle event, and I'm very excited. You know what? Um, I've got to tell you something. I think that you guys in Southern California have the most choppers in the world. I, I think they're all just in that area because when I went to Born Free, man, there's a lot of choppers. And we got to talk to Tori last week and he's expected a lot of choppers to come out. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, it's, it was the hub. You know, the, a lot of the big clubs, uh, motorcycle clubs started in that area. And it just, uh, you know, because the weather's, always, you know, almost year-round riding in, in Southern California. So yeah. that was the place to have a have a chopper and go out there and ride Pacific Coast Highway or go down Sunset Strip in Hollywood or just ride up into the mountains of Big Bear or something like that. There was always something to do every weekend. And and uh, so that was a great place to grow up building motorcycles. And I'm just happy all these years later. You know, we're 55 years in business, and uh, I'm one of the original Denver guys, so I'm s still kicking and building motorcycles, and uh, I think I've been truly blessed to be able to do this all my life and, and meet all the people that I've met and, and uh, travel the world, and, and this, this uh, motorcycle gig has been good to me. How many years are you celebrating? 55. Wow. Denver Choppers, 55 years. Yeah. Fantastic. And, you know, and 
what uh, people, a lot of people don't know, we're the guys that started the long bikes, the long chopper front ends and, and the rake frames and stuff. That was uh, uh, us starting, built. it was just a group of us guys starting to build our own bikes and uh, you know, at Denver's Choppers. And we and people started coming around, hey, I like the frame or I like the molding or I like the front ends you're building. And before you know it, we were, we were a motorcycle shop building bikes for people all over the world. And actually, the Swedish style bike—they call it a Swedish style bike—is actually a Denver Chopper. There was a bike club in Sweden, in Stockholm, Sweden, called Denver Choppers, and they celebrated their anniversary. They sent me a poster about ten years ago that they're still around, and so uh, we can take claim to fame on a, a lot of things in, in the motorcycle world. So that's why I'm so pleased to still be being able to do this thing. That's fantastic. Well, you're definitely, you're an icon in the motorcycle industry. I mean, you started one, uh, you know, there's some other, uh, other very famous people as yourself uh, that were in it. Um, Sugar Bear. I mean, you and Sugar Bear started at the same time, right? Yeah. Sugar is one of my best friends. And you know, what's funny is, is he builds, you know, Springer front ends, the long ones, and I do the same. And we'll get on the phone and we'll talk for 45 minutes and never even mention the, the Springer front end business. You know, it, it just, because we're, it's because we're that close to, uh, him get yeah, we're, we're that close to friends. Yeah, so that's, that's uh, nice. You know, then Arlen, uh, you know, the, the every, there was, there's the, the, the California, Southern California style was the long choppers, and you go up to Northern California, and they had the digger style bikes and, and the performance bikes, and then you go back east, and they had their own, own version of bikes. It wasn't until the magazines came out and started, uh, you know, going nationwide and people see what the other part of the country was building and then everything is kind of mixed together now but uh, for years uh, you could tell where a bike was from just by looking at it you could tell what region of the country that thing was from and uh, now the advent of, of what you guys are doing and everybody else on the internet everybody everybody's copying everybody else's style or coming up with their own new styles and ideas so that's what makes these things so great is that it's a uh, blossom into, into an industry that's uh has no boundaries yeah well you know you know cool 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 never dies and flattery has always been the biggest compliments so you know i think like you said too like you used to be able to tell where motorcycles came from and now obviously with the invention of the internet and everything you know you see a lot of people kind of mixing styles where they they like a certain thing from the west coast they steal some east coast and you know maybe a little bit of midwest but yeah i mean it's it's incredible what the internet has done to motorcycles but at the end of the day you can always still kind of tell where people are stealing or not where they're stealing from but where they kind of are paying homage to of you know what bikes and obviously you know the sugar bear front end and so a lot of stuff that you guys are doing like you see it in the new generations of the builders and yeah you know it's kind of goes through cycles but no it's it's awesome that what you guys have done is, you know, 55 years later, you still have got new builders and young builders that are still biting off the style. You know, that's that's the great part about it. I'm sitting here with my partner, Gerald, right now, and he's got several show bikes and, and cover bikes, and he'll be there with me and travels everywhere with me doing the bike shows. So he's going to bring a couple of his cover bikes out, and I'm going to bring a couple of cover bikes out. So, uh uh, you know, we'll have some eye candy there for everybody to look at. And, uh, you know, Dave, man, Dave man, to get attached to a, a bike that you just built. You put your heart, your soul in. I know you know it's going to that person that hired you to build their dream bike. But, you know, yeah. I, I get so attached to bikes. I'm a hoarder on tour. So um, it's it's got to be hard to see it drive away. Yeah. It, it's hard. It's hard to get rid. You know, some of the bikes I build for myself or Gerald, we hang on to them. We don't get rid of them. But uh, I build a lot of people from all over the world come and have me build them bikes and to, to see them happy and see the thing go out the door. And, and uh, you know, it makes their dream come true. So that's uh, that's all part of what we do. You know, and, kind of like a, a surrogate daddy giving birth to baby. Well, daddy. you know, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I and I know I know this is a crazy analogy, but I, I grew up in a construction family, so we used to remodel homes and build homes. But like yeah. I, I think a little bit of it relates because you kind of take somebody's vision who they don't necessarily understand exactly the product, but they have a vision, and, and you get to take their vision and you get to actually make it a reality. So that 
that's going to be a great feeling of where somebody kind of spews a bunch of ideas to you, but you get to actually make it a reality, and then you get to watch yeah. them walk away, right away with yeah. it. And, and you know, the funny thing about that, what you just said, is a lot of times they're not my vision or what I do, but I'll certainly give them what they want. And uh, so that, that's, that's part of it, you know, and, and yeah. just being able to do that for them is, is, is exciting. Now, one thing about the Dave Man Chopper show, what I'm excited about, I don't know if you guys know that or not, but I was in Dave Man's last painting, and it was for the 30th anniversary of Easy Rider Magazine. And I took two of my bikes, we were built 30 years apart, and paint, and I had them shot for, for the magazine. I didn't think anything of it. And when the magazine came out, there it was. It was uh, the, the, you know, the, the centerfold was the Dave Mann painting of two of my bikes. And uh, Dave Mann passed away just after he finished that painting. So it that's uh, something that's real big and special in my life is to be honored in Dave Mann's last painting. So that's why... Uh, Chopper Fest and Dave Mann means so much to me personally. Is that that I I was uh, linked to Dave Mann and he used to paint a lot of our style bikes. If you look at some of the Hollywood uh, paintings he did and stuff, and they were all long choppers. So uh, it was it was kind of cool to, to to be tied to that and and to come to the Dave Mann Chopper Fest and and kind of relive what history a piece of history. And and Dave Mann is an honor. And and Tori and his dad putting this show on it just uh, uh, I I congratulate them and I hope they just keep doing it forever because uh, this is history and if you got to know where you've been to know where you're going and and these young guys got to see that and um, so that's why we're excited to to be there again this year. Yeah, he's got a he's got a great. He's got a great backstory for sure, just about the how the whole thing happened, you know, with yep. his father, which is very cool. And some of these pictures that we're putting on now, uh, Mondo, are some uh, girlfriend of mine, Sharon Mann, from um, Illinois, now relocated to Florida. So this is her uncle. This is her father and her uncle. So her father is the guy with the glasses on in the pictures. And David Mann is over there to your left. Or if you're looking at it to your right, but um, right. yeah, so that would be David Mann. So that's kind of really cool. She just sent me these the other day um, so that we could show you them. Uh, it's like back in the day, real David Mann shit. <laughs> you know, he, he was a real biker too. You know, he wasn't just a guy that, that painted uh, painted these beautiful uh, paintings. He uh, he rode and he was in a bike club and, and uh, he had quite a history and, and very well uh, honored and recognized, and I'm glad that he still is that in infamy. You know that it'll go on. Dave Mann is, is the Michelangelo of, of motorcycles, you know. And oh, and that's a great way to say it. It sure and, is. And we're blessed to be, to have him now. Some of the other people that are coming is is uh, uh, I think most everybody knows uh, Aaron Green, uh, a famous bike builder. He will be there. I talked to him today, and he'll be coming. And the thing is, I consider him the best bike builder in the world. He beats me by far. And the innovation, the uh, the patents that he holds in motorcycle building and the, the show bikes that he's built. So Aaron Green will be there. So I'm real excited about that. And um, of Jennifer. Like a, like a reunion know- from the old days, Mondo. Yeah. And then, you know, Jennifer and I used to travel around with Billy Lane doing that Blood, Sweat, and Gears tour. And oh, so, and we know that. Yeah. We know that our favorite songbird is going to be there. Right, right. She's going to be there. And and her and I used to be road dogs. We used to travel all over the country together doing bike shows. And so, uh, Jennifer, I love you to death, and I can't wait to see you. Okay, well, you're going to see her right now. (laughs) Let's do that. Come on now. (laughs) Hey, Jennifer. So I'm telling you what, she has got some kick-ass music, not playing this year, but Jennifer Santa Lucito is in the house. Hey, Gail, thanks for coming on and thanks for setting up this interview for us. It's I know that you and Mondo are very good friends, spent a long time um, hanging out together and doing a lot of events. Oh, yeah. You know, Mondo and I, we would travel and I would tell him uh, we'd be in his truck and I'd say, oh, let me sing for you, Mondo. Like I wouldn't sing for anybody. I had such bad stage pride and was so embarrassed. And he would just let me sing for him across the country. We'd be going through Montana or Washington and uh, we would just uh, just hang out. And I love Mondo. He's a dear friend of mine and I think the world of him. 
Yes, we're best friends. <laughs> That's for sure. This is, this is the painting he was talking about that uh, David Mann did for his last uh, one for Easy Riders there. Can you see it? Let me try. Yeah, they are. We're getting a good look at it. Yes. Oh, there oh, he is. Yeah. Those are Mondo's bikes. And this is the last one he did. And look at that. Mondo signed it for me and everything. No. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, That's fantastic. <laughs> Super cool. And so are you riding one of his bikes? Have you had the chance to ride one of Mondo's bikes? Uh, Mon Mondo has let me ride with him. We have a fun story of Sturgis uh, one year where on my birthday we crashed and I got my first road rash. So, uh, <laughs> been, I've tell been her what happened, Jen. Tell her what happened. <laughs> yeah, you tell him. <laughs> well, it, it was, we were doing that uh, uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears tour. And it was uh, Aaron Green, uh, Billy Lane, of course, uh, um, uh, Paul Cox. Mm -hmm. and who else, Jennifer? Uh, Kendall. And Kendall was with us, too. And Kendall. There were five of us riding. They were filming us with helicopters and stuff. So we got to have, have steak dinner in Rapid City and Jennifer's birthday. So we left there, and we're going down the, the uh, on-ramp to get on. And all of a sudden, Billy slammed on his brakes, and he didn't have a brake light. Yeah, with no no lights. <laughs> no lights. And so I had to I had to lay my bike down and uh Jennifer and I went flying and I had to go to the hospital. She got bandaged up. So we came back the next day and did Blood Sweat Gears tour and you'll see Jennifer all bandaged up and I was bandaged up. But the show must go on and we and we went ahead and did the show that weekend and it was a fabulous show in Sturgis and uh the memories that we made on the road when that blood, sweat, and gear store. And just the whole thing of, of, of building bikes on stage and giving them away to the military guys was uh, was something that just tore your heart out and made you cry. You know, you see some bikers out there crying or, and uh, uh, just giving away these bikes that we built on stage. So that was uh, quite a quite a, a, a deal. And, and all of us traveling together for, for a year doing that blood, sweat, and gears tour. And... and uh, all the behind scenes stories, uh, behind the scenes stories with Jennifer. I had to pull her out of a few deals. <laughs> Boy, did we have fun. Again in trouble. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, as bikers, we go through those phases where we have, you know, a favorite time, a great time, a good time, probably a time we don't want to talk about. No, no. <laughs> and then some other time. Was that, was that one of your favorite times? Both of For you? Me? For me, it was one of my favorite times. Yeah. I, I felt like I'd found my family. Uh, I had gone through my life always kind of feeling like an outcast. I didn't really fit in with the people around me. And then I found this community of people who didn't just embrace me, but was like, be you, you know, and what, who are you? What do you want to do? Like, you know, and, and just let me, um, I'd grown up with Betty Page and a huge fan of pinup art from the 50s. And they let me be a pinup model and celebrated me learning how to take a picture. And then when I wanted to MC so that I could be on stage and feel comfortable speaking, I got to do the tour with Billy uh, and Mondo and the guys. And they let me, uh, you know, talk and talk about the motorcycles and and uh, see it up close. I learned so much watching these guys wrench on these bikes and Paul Cox uh, heating up wrenches and twisting them and sticking them on sissy bars and just the, the art of it. It was um, definitely a great time of my life. Uh, and then becoming so close with Mondo, I was going through a tough time and I had all my stuff in storage in Hollywood. I didn't know where I wanted to live. And he invited me into his home and I spent six months in a, in a, a whole wing to myself. And uh, he let me switch <laughs> off and answer the phones and, and, and work, you know. But um, yeah, like I feel like I really found myself because of these guys in my life. Uh, so uh, I, I mean, let's be honest. Some sometimes the worst times are the best times and they're right, the best memories yeah, and yeah. They, they build they build they're the building blocks of you know every person's life that's awesome for sure when yeah, i moved to when i moved to las vegas area mondo is one of the very first people i met oh. when i moved from la to vegas yeah she penny used to hang out at the shop all the time and would go places together we, we had a ball huh, penny? Yeah, and, we and did. I always, I always enjoy seeing you at the different events because you're always there. And yeah. it always puts a smile on my face and brings back great memories of, of the times that, that we've had together. 
Sure does. Well, I just wanted to let you know, Mondo, I'm kind of going through a tough time and wondering if you have one of those wings <laughs> open right now. That, uh, maybe I can Gina, I, Gina, Gina, I've been trying to get you to live with me in my van for how many months and you keep saying no. <laughs> this this could be it's our story, Gina. It's warmer by Mondo. Is. <laughs> it's warmer by Mondo. <laughs> uh, I got I got, heat. I got to go here in the van. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let, let's talk a minute about Chopper Fest and make sure everybody gets out there and has a good time. And and, and the weather's always nice. A lot of vendors. They have a, a swap meet. They have an indoor art show. The art they have, show. Uh, they have the live music, and Jennifer will be up on stage. And then she'll be emceeing, and I'll be doing some judging. And uh, so we're going to see some first-class, top-rate motorcycles and uh at this event in ventura right on the beach so if you guys aren't doing anything that weekend and what's the date gerald the 9th uh, 10th and 11th 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 that that down on your calendars and come on out and Dude, she is she is solved with the picture i'll see you guys there mondo you're going good Oh yeah. Good, yeah. Good, good. And I'm yeah. definitely going to try to make it. I'm going to want to do, I want to do Trog. I've got people that are, we're waiting to hear a couple things, but I want to do Trog first, which is, um, which is down the street of Riverside and then come to, and then come to Chopper Fest as well. Cause uh, that would be a hellacious weekend. That'll be one yeah. of those weekends that you guys are talking about. I hope. <laughs> you know, and, and this kind of, this kind of wraps up our year for, for most people that do bike shows, <laughs> kind of the, the wrap up before Christmas and then uh, on to next year. So this is this is the big closeout and a big deal for a lot of us. And, uh, you know, a chance to show off what we've been working on, you know, all year long, the bikes that we built. And uh, everybody brings out uh, brings out their bikes and puts out uh, their best work at this event, I believe, anyway. So, yeah. Um, I can't wait to see the bikes. You know? Yeah, yeah another, I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Another great thing is that um, the the artist hall and everything that's for sale from these bike builders and and these pinstripers and you can get one of a kind Christmas gifts. It's my favorite place to do Christmas shopping. Those pinstripers will be doing ornaments for your Christmas tree. Um, I always like to get some kind of art uh, tattoo flash or whatever. I decorate my house with artists from the David Man Chopper Fest every year. Now this is our 17th year, so you can imagine how much art I've been able to collect over the years. <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta be I, I, I couldn't I couldn't tell from your background. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well you guys it's it is a simply better pleasure. Mondo, it's so much fun to have you. I know today I got to talk to him. He just got back from Hawaii. He says, Yep, and I'm back at it. I'm working my ass off right now. So yeah. and it was like, you know, and you know what I said to Jennifer? I said I spoke with her after that. I said, you know what? That's somebody that has passion, that has so much passion, he just Jumped off a boat, you know, from Hawaii. He's back in the shop, and he's at it. I mean, that's somebody that loves, loves their work. And well, well Jennifer passionate. knows when, when we used to we used to live together. She used to be at the shop seven days a week just because I wanted to. I couldn't wait to get out of bed and and go to work and, and build motorcycles. You know how blessed is that? I would I would do it for free. You know, yeah. it, it, to be that's able to do awesome. that. some ideas if you're offering. Yeah, you, you never do it for day in your life. <laughs> hey, hey Gina, Gina, <laughs> Gina, all I gotta say is, how do I get on Jennifer's secret Santa list? <laughs> I'm telling I'm you, just, can you hear the music in the background? We're still playing the CD. She's got a fantastic I'm, CD. I'm, and if you say pretty, please, she just may send you I one. Right. Yeah, I have a new I have a new box being uh, shipped out for the David Man Chopper Fest, and I'll send you guys CDs if you'd like one. I would love to gift you guys that. And maybe I've literally been listening all weekend. Are you bringing your posters, Mondo? Uh, yes, yes. I'll listen, I. Yeah, listen. I think you know that I'm not pretty, but I will say and, please. And church, we're church. So I just whatever I whatever I have to do to get on Jennifer's mailing list to for Secret Santa. I mean, <laughs> all right, guys, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for joining us, Mondo Jennifer Santa Lu. 
All right, you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, you guys, happy Thanksgiving, and I hope to see you very soon. I know you'll see Penny. I hope you'll see me too. You can do it. Take it easy. Love you. All right, guys, take care. Have a great week. Okay. I'm running out of battery. What else do you want to talk about? I got like I got five percent to talk to you. And then I'm gonna okay. head we out. only got five minutes left anyway. We're gonna talk real quickly about some things happening in our two wheeled what's happening. Um yeah, I'm telling you what, everybody loves Mondo. He is such a cool cat, and look at him, fifty-five years and still going at it. Hi, that's awesome. And wait till you get Jennifer's uh C D. Dude, if you get that, you're going to be ever so lucky. I'm, I'm just okay. hoping to be on a secret Santa list. That's all I care about right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, let's do it real fast. Sons of Speed tickets are on sale now. Sons of Speed, powered by Northern Tool and Equipment, returns to New Smyrna. That's back in, or that's up in March, but I just want to let you know that the tickets are on sale now. So general admission is 20 VIP, $100. They have changed the pricing this year, but there's a lot more they're offering. So this is a great time. It's up in March. So get your tickets now, or they're great for uh, Christmas presents as well. I don't know what it was. I think Mondo ate something in the Hawaii. Did you hear something? He had, he had somebody <laughs> following him, I think. I that, was, that, that was interesting. <laughs> Either that or there was a little Hawaiian in the room with him. <laughs> right? right? Wah, wah. Right. Okay, what do we got next? We got the Llama Winfield. Oh, here we go. The uh, Choicer Tots runs are starting. There's actually just one in McHenry County on Sunday out of Woodstock, Illinois. And this is the Llama Winfield, um, United States Marine Corps, the American Legion Post number 76, and Wildfire Harley Davidson are meeting for their second annual Polar Bear Chicagoland Choicer Tots charity run. Um, this is a great uh, opportunity to get involved, and it's supposed to be warm this weekend, so get out there and support, support, support. Registration opens at 10.30 a.m. Wildfire Harley-Davidson in Villa Park. Donate for a ride is one new unwrapped toy and $15, so kickstands are up at 12. <coughs> so new, that's a good time to get out there. Refreshments will be available for purchase. Um, so check it out. Um, you can check out Winfield Lama, L-A-M-A dot com for more information. We talked about Chopper Fest. Um, Trog is uh, the vintage drive-in and park. So Trog got canceled in October and they had already planned on doing the California, the West Coast. They did on the East Coast, which got uh, uh, canceled by the hurricane. So the West Coast is the 9th and 10th. And it's right before Chopper Fest. So that'll be a kick-ass weekend. That's great. So, Gina, let's take it just a second and say good night to Sin City. Thank you for listening. Case Shop 1400 AM radio. We appreciate it. We will see you every Monday night at 6 o'clock Sin City. Sin City time with Gina and our Dazzling and Penny FX song. So thank you for listening in Las Vegas.